Thank you for being with us. You know, it seems almost inevitable in a country where millions are going hungry and hundreds of thousands are dealing with malnutrition that humanitarian assistance would become politicised. Um, I want you to listen to the Venezuelan vice president uh, with that warning about aid being sent from the United States. Listen to this. That humanitarian aid comes contaminated, poisoned, and is a carcinogen. That is what different scientific studies of the alleged edible goods sent by the United States have showed, which attempts through chemical products to poison our people. We could say they are biological weapons. You know, a few days ago, Maduro said aid from the United States was filled with the poison of humiliation. Now it's just poisoned. Uh, at this point, are the only people in Venezuela who might believe that, are they the ones who aren't hungry and are not in need of assistance? Well, it is possible that that kind of government propaganda would cause some people to doubt the value of the humanitarian assistance. These are not very plausible claims, obviously, but this really is a battle of political symbols in which humanitarian aid is the principal weapon at the moment. Uh, Guaido and his forces are trying to basically put the uh, government in hock uh, by saying that you can't provide for the needs of a population that is greatly deprived and shortages of food, medicine, and so forth, uh, and that the uh, they, they can, and therefore that the armed forces should open the way for this aid to flow to the people of Venezuela. Yeah, it, it's interesting that he's actually, Guaido has, says, you know, a week from Saturday, he set a date, you know, that his supporters, he says, will start shipping this aid that's sitting on the border and it will start flowing into the country. There's actually no indication of how he actually plans on doing that because this seems to be setting up a major confrontation with the regime because, you know, for the trucks to roll past the border gates, they have to get past the, you know, the, the tankers and the containers which are laying on their side across the bridge and he has to get past, you know, the military, which has remained loyal, at least now, to Maduro. It, it's a very smart effort to try to control the political timeline, you know, to control the political momentum of the situation. Venezuela is in a very difficult, volatile moment with two forces contending for the presidency, and Guaido is basically trying to outmaneuver uh, Maduro and make it, make it clear that he really represents the best interests of, of the country. Uh, whether he can maintain that momentum over a period of time and maintain the cohesion of the opposition forces that he now holds is, a, is an open question, obviously. It seems that almost at every turn, uh, Guaido is outmaneuvering Maduro. He has so far. But Maduro is also taking positions to bolster his own position. Uh, he's done that by marshalling his own international uh, supporters, uh, Russia, China, uh, Turkey, etc. And he's also tried to uh, find ways to bypass U.S. financial sanctions, apparently by opening a bank account or reopening a bank account at Rosneft, the uh, Soviet, the Russian oil company. And so he too is trying to position himself for the longer term. Uh, in the end, this will be driven in part by how deeply the financial sanctions bite and how much worse the, the humanitarian crisis becomes. But both sides are, are playing for time and hoping that there, something will turn out to their benefit. Uh, CNN's Issa Suarez is on the Colombian-Venezuela border. She spoke to some people who plan on taking part in the anti-government protests. This is part of her report. He said to me, this family with his wife, his two kids, said, look, we, we will be going to protest. We will be going to the protest. It's a happy protest. We want change. We want that aid to come in. But bear in mind, Isa, this is what he said to me, bear in mind that is still a very dangerous time for us to be on the streets because you turn around and you don't know if the Jose next to you or the Maria next to you, whether they are militia, whether they're with, with Maduro's people. 
Yeah, it seems for the most part these protests have now moved sort of beyond anything to do with politics or political ideology. It seems to be quite simply a demand to get enough to eat. Well, this is still very much about politics. Obviously, the day-to-day -day survival of people in Venezuela is very much a, a challenge. Some people calculate that the average Venezuelan has lost something like a dozen kilos in weight over the last year just because food shortages are so severe. But this is very, very much about politics. Uh, your reporter, I think, was very very correct in making one point, but this is a very volatile situation in which violence, significant violence can break out. Uh, it, it's, I think, quite remarkable that Maduro has, as unlike in past years, in 2014, 2017, has not cracked down heavily on these mass protests organized by Guaido. But that can change, or his own forces can escape his control, uh, and it is, a, it is a volatile situation in that regard. You mentioned this. Russia is you know, uh, sort of offering support to Maduro. Uh, Putin has you know, made this offer to help resolve the dispute. Also, Putin warning the United States not to interfere. Um, you know, this is causing some concern on Capitol Hill, chairman of the Senate Armed Services Committee, uh, said if Russia actually places weapons in Venezuela, the U.S. military may have to intervene. James Inhofe, a Republican, said on Tuesday, I think that it could happen. You've got a guy down there that is killing everybody. You can have uh, him put together a base that Russia would have on our hemisphere. And if those things happen, it may be to the point where we'll have to intervene with troops and respond. You know, admittedly, that statement comes with a lot of qualifications and conditions. But again, is this an indication of how the situation could quickly spiral into a much bigger crisis? That's correct, but Russia has no material bases on which to establish a military presence in Venezuela. So that's really uh, you know, holding up the old ghosts of the Cold War. The greatest uh, negative outcome here, I think, would be some form of U.S. intervention. It would almost certainly galvanize the support uh, for Maduro within not only the armed forces, but within a larger part of the Venezuelan uh, population. Uh, it's very important that the United States play a very back uh, back role position in this entire game. Uh, the United States has a historical legacy. Uh, Donald Trump is not popular in Latin America. It's very easy for the United States to overplay its hand, and that will rebound against the cause that the United States wishes to support. Professor, it was great having you. Your insights have been incredibly invaluable, so thank you. Thank you. Okay.